You are listening to Mastering Law, the podcast. I'm attorney Tom Goolsby, and as always, wonderful to be with you today. We are talking about testimonials and reputation management. Let me tell you, client testimonials are some of the most powerful things you can do in advertising. There is nothing more powerful, truly, except maybe a referral from another attorney who's again giving you a testimonial, but having testimonials from former clients posted everywhere, posted at your website, using them in your commercials if you can, using them in your direct mail, and again with the proper caveats that your bar may require, might require to do a little bit of research, you may have to have a disclaimer of some kind on those testimonials, see what's required. It it might just be something at the bottom of the screen or something at the bottom of the letter, but make sure that you do that right. But let me tell you, the time and energy you spend collecting testimonials will be worth every single bit of energy, expense, and trouble that you go to. We're also going to be talking about reputation management because that goes hand-in-hand with testimonials because, in fact, good testimonials, both published online, say at avo.com or at Yelp, if that actually works in your area, Google seems to be the, the real one that really works. And right now, and again, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. It could be years after I record it. Any number of things could have changed. This could sound old. What I'm going to teach you, though, does not grow old because it's based on common sense, human nature, psychology, and things that work. Now, what you need to do, first and foremost, is realize that, like it or not, any jackass out there can say anything about you at any time. Good? That's great. No problems with people saying good things, but when they say bad things about you. It is a problem. And it's actually even more concerning when you've not done anything wrong. Now, we all can make mistakes and screw up from time to time. But when you've got people out there in this day and age where people say any and every horrible thing possible and post it everywhere when it's just a bunch of bunk, I think it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. So we're going to talk about things you can do to actually protect yourself, and to fight back. Now, the first thing you need to know about reputation management before we jump into testimonials and how they all tie together, you do need to to check out what the rules are, how you can test things that people put up. If people put nasty things up about you and they are not true and you want them taken down, depending on the commons where it's being posted, There are ways to fight that, and it depends on a number of matters. It depends on what their rules are. It depends on if this person was actually a client, if what they're saying is debatable. Instead of you getting into a war of words, contesting what they say back and forth, there are any number of things you can do up to filing a lawsuit against the person for libeling you. Now, again, that's that's the, the complete farthest that you'd ever think about going. But there are ways on most sites to contest someone saying something nasty about you that's not true. So first, find that out. Then second, perhaps a well-written letter from another attorney telling someone that they have X amount of time to remove 
that nastiness about you or that, that proper legal action will be taken. Sometimes that will. Now again, if you've got real nuts, they'll take a picture of that letter and put it up online and just keep going, going, going. So you have to balance it out. First and foremost, if a third party will remove it, that's the best way. If you have to start going down the line in other ways, and again, one other way to get rid of all the bad testimonials is to have enough good testimonials that push it to the bottom that nobody sees it or that nobody pays attention to it and realizes this anomaly is just kooky. It doesn't make sense. There are 35 great testimonials and this one nut job. So again, particularly when you have all those posted, really good ones are going to tell you how to get those. Uh, you know, you, you're not going to have to worry about the occasional crazy. And if it's the same crazy coming back again and again and again, most of these sites will help you deal with that. Now, let's talk about, first off, you've, you've really got to figure out what is your reputation online. Have you looked yourself up? Have you gone to the various places that people look for attorneys and determined whether or not you're even rated on there. If you go to a site that's popular, as I make this broadcast, avo.com, there have been other sites in the past, and, they, and sometimes they come and go, sometimes they just get bigger. But if you go to any of these, I'll use that one for an example, and you check out what's going on with you, are you even rated? Have any other attorneys reviewed you? Have any clients, past clients, reviewed you? Do you have any kind of rating? Are you a 10.0 a attorney? Uh, thankfully, I am. Uh, and I want to keep that. I also want to have nice things said about me. But I will tell you, having run for public office, there have been people that have posted things about me online that have absolutely nothing at all to do with the truth. People I've never even represented that get online and complain about certain votes I took when I was in the Senate. I mean, again, and, and t attempting to trash me. Now, what's nice is with a, a, a company like Avo, you can contest that. And again, not just once sometimes, you got to stay on it and get it removed, redacted, whatever, if they'll do it. And again, if you've got enough other good ones, you don't always have to worry about the ones that won't necessarily get removed. And then again, if you've got a bucket of manure sitting in the room and everybody knows it's a bucket of manure and it can't be taken out of the room, the last thing you want to do is stir it. How do you like that for a farm analogy? Okay, so let's keep going. Now, you do need to see what's online about you. If there's nothing online about you that's bad, that's good. But the problem is, typically, if there's nothing online bad about you, there's probably nothing online about you at all. So you do have to start participating. You need to start getting testimonials up, all right? So how do you do that? Well, you strike while the iron is hot. We all have clients that we do great work for that love us, that say great things about us. And asking them to write a testimonial for you is the wrong thing to do. The right thing to do is for you to write the testimonial for you and ask them to approve it. Now, 
don't forget, if you're a criminal defense attorney like I am, if you're a personal injury attorney like I am, if you're a divorce attorney, if you're a wills and estate, I mean, there's plenty of things that we as attorneys do for people that they don't really want their name used on. You know, Tom Goolsby did a great job getting my DWI dismissed, or when I got in trouble for beating my girlfriend, which I didn't do, Tom, you know, nobody's going to sign that. So what do you have to do? Well, here's what I do. I use initials, and I typically use my client's first two initials. I don't make up initials, but I use the first two initials instead of the first and the last or whatever they go by. And depending on the circumstance, I will be careful. I don't want to explain something so fully that people can guess who it was. But I have numerous, I mean literally dozens of testimonials that I've prepared for clients. I've had them sign it after I represented them, sometimes even in court. You know, I, I win their case or I get their case resolved in a very satisfactory way. I get it dismissed, whatever it is, and they are ecstatic. And then guess what I have? that I prepared right before I came to tell them that I've had their case dismissed, or even before I've tried their case out or settled their matter, I put together a killer testimony. And I look over at them and say, and, and they're thankful, they're just effervescent, they can't believe how great this was, and instead of waiting for them to cool down, calm down, to get the last bill, whatever it is, I say, by the way, I prepared this testimonial. Will you look this over? I'm using your first two initials. I've made it, you know, uh, exacting enough that it's helpful to me, but not so much that it identifies you. Would you sign that? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. And they put their signature on it, handwritten. I now have their approval. My bar asks me, you know, did, was this approved by a client? Absolutely. I've got a signature on it. I don't care if you've written it on the back of a paper sack in crayon, okay? And it's signed in blood by the client. It is a real testimonial that they have acknowledged and they have approved. You're there, okay? You've got that testimonial. You can go type it up somewhere else, put it in your newsletter, do whatever you want to do with it on your website. In your, as part of your welcome aboard packet, uh, when a client first shows up, you know, you can give them a whole book of testimonials they can flip through. And again, it's important to grab those while the iron's hot, not to wait two or three or four weeks later. And I've tried, I'm telling you all this because I've done it and I've prepared even more, the, more testimonials than I have. I've prepared them, sent them off to clients and never gotten them back people who I've done great work for who thank me profusely and just never got around to getting me the testimonial back. So strike while the iron is hot. Now let's talk about what needs to be in that testimonial. and We'll put this in also to the notes that we'll add to the podcast. First, you need to identify you and the area of the law. Tom Goolsby did a great job in my personal injury case. Rachel Smith did a wonderful job as my family lawyer. So identify you, identify the area of the law. Then list the problem that the client had. You know, 
I hired Tom Goolsby to help me with my DWI case. I was so worried about losing my driver's license, going to jail, and being embarrassed. Okay, so you explain what their fears were, their losses were, the harm, the danger, whatever. Then you list any prior experience they had had with an attorney. If they told you, I'd hired somebody originally in the case, or I'd gone through this before, horrible legal representation, put that in. I'd had attorneys try to help me in the past, and no one could do it. They took my money, nothing happened, whatever is the truth. It's their story, okay? Then, so if you have something like that, absolutely put that in. Prior bad experiences in the system. And then you need to list what you did for them in terms using words like amazing, caring, diligent, hardworking, dedicated, okay? Any similar terms like that, things that really emotionalize the kind of caring attorney, skilled attorney that you are. Okay, that's number five. Then number six, finally, a recommendation. This is the guy to see. This is the trusted attorney. This is the person who helped me. I recommend him when you have similar problems. I can't give him a higher recommendation, all that. You need to have those six things to have the perfect testimonial. And of course, each one needs to be a little different. They don't need to be exact duplicates, and you can rearrange the order a little bit. But you need to make sure that you put those six things in there, and it will make those testimonials worth their weight in gold. And again, for the people that you've done great work for, they're going to be happy to help you. They're going to be happy to sign off on that. And you do need to get it signed and dated and sit there right in front of them and ask them to do it. Explaining again that you don't want them to be embarrassed. And depending on what your bar will let you do, maybe you can change. You know, again, it has to be truthful. It might be possible to, to change the sex of the person. Uh, if it was a, a, a man accused of beating his girlfriend, could you say maybe you could make it less, uh, more gender neutral? I was accused of uh, striking my spouse. You know, th those types of things if somebody's worried in particular about them being identified. And again, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to ask your bar to seek some help on it. But it, but it shouldn't be too difficult. But again, you want to go and seek out those satisfied clients. Strike while the iron is hot. Write it up yourself. Don't ask them to do it. It'll never get done. Or if it does, it'll probably be so just dull, it isn't going to have that emotional impact that you want to have. And again, I'll post some of my own testimonials that I've gotten signed by clients so you can see those and have some idea. And every single one I myself have written. And if they wanted to change it at all, I've never had anybody even ask to change it. They've just signed off on them. I mean, I've made them truthful and really good, and they are worth their weight in gold. So what do you do with them? My gosh, you can put them at the very front of your web page. Nothing better than to have a, a running, uh, and I'm trying to think what, you, what, what it's called, but you know where the page, the page loads up and there's one testimonial and it fades and in another one loads up, and it fades out, and another one loads up. So in other words, 
your front web page is just filled with these wonderful running testimonials. Those things are so helpful. Like I said earlier, you can use them in your advertising for television if you do TV commercials, billboards, your direct mail, you know, you name it. And again, consult your bar as to if you have to have any kind of uh, disclaimers that have to be put with it and how they have to run. And just remember, it can't be misleading, but you do want to make sure that it is as favorable as you can possibly make it and bragging on you. It's Again, it's you getting credit for the great work that you have done. Now, where else can you use these things? Well, we already talked about reputation management and these different sites where people go and they end up posting material, sometimes good, sometimes bad. Most of the time, in a lot of cases, it's not because you ever ask for it. It's just because someone might have gone there and were happy with you and decided to put up some nice things about you. Well, let's now talk about what you can do to make sure that great testimonials get put up. First, find out, and again, I don't know when you're going to be listening to this, but discover what the best site is for referrals to you in your particular area of the law. And that's where you need to first focus your attentions and your energies. So let's say, for instance, that it is at Google. Okay. And what do you actually want to do? Now, do you think, as hard as it is to get testimonials, that you can call up a client and get them to go to Google, go find you, go log in, go do all they have to do in order to put a testimonial together, and then write one, and write it in proper English? Not so likely that that's going to happen and that that's going to happen in a good way. But once you identify the best place that you can actually have things posted, what you want to do is you want to, at the same time you've gotten this testimonial signed, follow that up and say, can I get you to do one more thing for me? It would mean the world to me. Sure, they're in your presence. What are they going to do? No, man, you just saved my ass. I'm not going to do anything for you. No, they'll most likely say, sure, what can I do? Can you go online to Google and give me a good rating and use this testimonial? And i tell you what I'll do. I'm going to email it to you, and I'd appreciate you putting it up. Would you do that for me and give me five stars? Then look them in the eye have them look you back, and when they say yes, stick out your hand and shake theirs. Psychologically, you've locked them in. They have made a promise to you. Now, promises only go so far. So how do we make sure this happens? Well, we've got another way to do that, and here's what you do. You then go back to your office, and again, while the iron is hot, this is like what you do before you leave that day. You go back to the office, you take that testimonial, you type it up. If it wasn't already typed up, and chances were it are it wasn't. You literally wrote it by hand. So you type it up, you then put it in an email with instructions. And this is going to take you just a little bit of time, but you're going to have to lay out exactly what it is the person needs to do with the links to go there. Dear John, 
Thank you for agreeing to do this online testimonial for me at avo.com. Follow this link to my page. And, and again, you just copy the link. Once you go to your page, your, the place for people to literally load in comments about you, you link that in. Once you, and then that's okay, so that's number one. Go to this, go to this link. But number two, cut the testimonial below and paste it into what do you think about this attorney? Three, give me a five-star rating. Four, close it out, you know, save it. And five, thank you so much for your kindness and for allowing me to help you. Now that's the way to actually do it. If you want to really lock it in even more, you can follow it up with this clincher. I do appreciate your time to put up the truthful testimonial that you provided to me. To show my appreciation for your time and energy, I'm putting in the mail today $20, boom, that's it. Now, you might say, why would I send somebody $20 and am I paying for them to actually give me a good testimonial? Well, no, by your own language, you're paying them for their time. You're not paying them for what they said about you. In fact, they already said it about you and they already gave you a handwritten testimonial that they signed earlier. If you feel uncomfortable with that, if you think it violates your bar rules in any way, don't do that last step. But let me tell you, is it worth $20? Yes. Is it worth $50? Yes. Is it worth $100? Yes. Great testimonials are worth every single penny that you pay for them, not pay for the testimonial, but pay to get the damn thing up. It's worth every bit of time and energy that you spend writing it out. And again, if you have any worries about sending a check and if that would in any way be wrong, you know what? Don't do it. I don't encourage you to do it at all. But if it will help, then go ahead and give it a consideration. But I'm telling you, you start getting these testimonials put up and you focus on trying to get a good one every month. Don't go break your back trying to get a hundred of these in a week. That's all you'll be doing and you'll just burn yourself out. But try to start now working on getting at least one a month. I mean that's 12 a year. That's good. If you can get one every couple of weeks, that's even better. That's 24. But work on getting at least one good testimonial a month. You may have a client you just resolve something for. It's too late to get them right after it happened, but you can get them as soon as possible. And again, don't just do all this stuff through the mail. Writing it up and mailing it out and hoping it happens, make a phone call first. Tell them that you're writing up a testimonial. You might even read it to them, see if they agree to it. Send it to them. Now, here's how you make sure that you get it back. You send it to them, already written, just a place for their signature with a little note on there, hey, sign right here, and a self-addressed and stamped envelope for them to put it right back in and send it right back to you. Can you email it to them and have them send you back? Yes, I like it. I approve it. Sure. 
that that is probably as good as any signature or anything else you would get as long as you get their approval to it. But I'm telling you, these testimonials are absolutely incredible, and you can use them any and every place you can possibly imagine. Like I said earlier, you've got a little package you give out to new clients. This is called the after sale. Now, and I learned this from, I want to say Joe Girard, who's the best salesman in the world. That's what he uh, entitled himself, something like that many years ago. I think I read his book, How to Sell Anything to Anybody. And one thing Joe Girard talked about, and, and you'll notice this with high value products, when you finish buying a car and all of a sudden you get in the mail something that says, hey, this, the car you just bought was Road and Track's top 10 best pickup truck or what sedan, whatever it was for the year. It's called the after sale. What it does is it just helps you know, reminds you that you made the right purchase so that you don't start driving the vehicle around and regret it because they want to sell you another vehicle down the road. They want you to keep this vehicle. They want you to be happy. They want to tell you how smart you were. And imagine a client comes in to hire you and they get their little welcome aboard packet. It tells them what to expect and some of the other things we've recommended in the past because you want to train up your clients, have them engaged, have them not have unreasonable expectations. But when they go home and they start flipping through it and lo and behold, halfway through, there's a testimonial sheet. And it's like six or eight or ten of the most glowing testimonials from people that they've ever seen. It just further solidifies, I really am glad I hired this firm. And if I have any friends who are in the same kind of problem or any other area that they handle, I'll make sure I refer them there also. So again, use these testimonials. Once you have a testimonial, it's yours forever. Now here's the other thing. If for some reason, after you get this testimonial, the person turns around and becomes unhappy with you, they start acting crazy, you have in writing by them the testimonial to begin with, which again might give you more evidence for having a bad testimonial they put up later removed. Now let's talk lastly about making sure the clients you bring in in this new modern world are actually the kind of clients that are going to give you good testimonials. We've all represented people that we could not have done more for. And all of a sudden, at some point, they don't think you did much or anything for them. You know, you had their case dismissed. You won their equitable distribution. You got them a million-dollar settlement, whatever. And because of some unreasonable expectation or some change in their mind, all of a sudden, you didn't really do too much for them at all. If you see those kinds of clients coming, in the past, you can just send them out the door and say, hey, don't come back. The problem we have nowadays, you end up hiring a kooky client who then goes off and, and true to form, continues to be kooky, and they go out and slam you everywhere all the time and they cause celebs to make you look bad. You know, you didn't need to take their case to begin with. So my final advice to you is, in today's modern world, where anybody can say anything about you anytime, be very, very careful 
on the clients you take in. If you have someone who when you sit down with them, they start telling you how horrible their prior attorney was, go check them out. See what they've done. If they've been trashing other attorneys all across the board, you don't want them as your client because chances are you can't do enough for them and they're going to trash you out too. Now, if they were trashing out really poor attorneys who did really poor work, okay, maybe you're not going to be as worried. But if they're just a nut job that complains about everybody and is a miserable person, you may want to let that case go to another attorney. Folks, thanks for being with me. Testimonials and reputation management are so important. Make sure that you, at least once a month, put on your schedule to go out there and check your testimonials check your reputation at all the big places and fight for your reputation. Work hard to get those testimonials. Use them from now until the day you stop practicing. Thank you so much. It's always great to hear from you. Follow us on our website, Facebook, Twitter. We're all over the place. We love to hear from you. Masteringlaw.com is our website. If you appreciate what we're doing here for you, ask you to do one thing for us. Go subscribe on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and say something nice about us. Those five-star ratings help us in the ratings on iTunes. And that's really all I ask from you. If you've got other questions, problems, concerns, we love to hear from you. Thanks so much for listening. I'm attorney Tom Goolsby for MasteringLaw.com.